G'day and welcome to Is It Relevant Today? Right here on Faith FM. I'm Marius Jigau and on this show we're examining biblical concepts and ideas and asking ourselves the important question, is it relevant today? Or is it as outdated as payphones? Before we get into the topic today, I just wanted to let you know of our YouTube channel called Is It Relevant Today? where we have video presentations of a number of topics including Why Does Evil Exist? and When Will Jesus Return? Be sure to check it out. This week, we'll be looking at one of the questions that many find to be a huge hurdle to Christianity. In 1 John chapter 4, verse 8, we find a verse that defines God in a way no other verse does. We are told that God is love. This leads us to the inevitable question relating to his character. Would a loving God make someone burn for eternity in hell for sins committed in one short lifetime? Throughout the Bible, we are told of a God that is just and merciful. And I don't know about you, but this doesn't sound very merciful or just to me. Imagine your friend had been caught shoplifting, and they admit to the offence, so the judge is about to pass the sentence. And he says, There's no doubt in my mind that you stole that packet of chewing gum. So, as a punishment for this offence, you will spend 46 years in jail. What would you do? Well, you'd assume that the judge is senile and immediately appeal, and provided the next judge is also not senile, you would likely get a just sentence. Now imagine that a young man has reached the age of accountability, 14, 18, 21, whatever you believe this to be, and he makes the distinct decision that he doesn't want to be part of God's kingdom. Then, after a tragic accident, he passes away. He then finds himself in a place of eternal conscious torment. And after suffering and screaming for 46 years, well, he's just begun. And after 3,004 years, well, he's still just begun. And after 18.6 billion years, well, he's still just begun. This will never end. The pain will not go away and he will not even be allowed to die to put an end to his suffering. Does this sound just? Is there something, anything, that could warrant such a punishment? Now, I don't know about you, but I am not love. At best, I am loving sometimes. And to me, this doesn't simply sound unfair. It sounds like the judge in this case is senile. But isn't this what the Bible tells us will happen? We'll find out just after these songs. Fount of every blessing Tune my heart to sing thy grace Streams of mercy never ceasing Call for songs of loudest praise Teach me some melodious sonnet Sung by flaming tongues above Praise the mount, I'm fixed upon it Mount of thy redeeming love Here I raise my ebb 
Ebenezer, here by thy great help I've come, and I hope by thy good pleasure safely to arrive at home. Jesus sought me when a stranger, wandering from the fold of God, he to rescue me from danger, interposed his precious blood. Oh, that day when freed from sinning, I shall see thy lovely face, clothed then in blood-washed linen, how I'll sing thy sovereign grace. Come, my Lord, no longer tarry, take my ransomed soul away, send thine angels now to carry. Thy goodness, like a fetter, bind my wandering heart to Thee. Prone to wander, Lord, I feel it. Prone to leave the God I love. Here's my heart, oh, take and seal it. Seal it for thy courts above Here's my heart, oh, take and seal it Seal it for thy courts
Welcome back to Is It Relevant Today, where we're looking at the idea of an eternally burning hell and asking ourselves if this is fair. Last week, we looked at what happens when we die, and we discovered that the majority of the world has adopted the belief of Plato, who stated that man consists of two parts, a physical body and an immortal soul that simply cannot die. This is sometimes referred to as dualism, from the word duo, meaning two. We also discovered that the Bible does not support this idea, but rather it supports the idea of monism, where the body and soul need to be in union for life to exist, and that they cannot exist outside of each other. We discovered that according to the Bible, God alone is immortal, and that in Ezekiel chapter 18 verse 20 we are told, The soul who sins shall die. If you missed this show, you can look it up on our YouTube channel, Is It Relevant Today, and click on What Happens When You Die. In John chapter 5, verse 28 and 29, we discover something very interesting about the afterlife. It reads, Do not marvel at this, for the hour is coming in which all who are in the graves will hear his voice and come forth, those who have done good to the resurrection of life, and those who have done evil to the resurrection of condemnation. We found out last week that when Jesus returns, the Bible tells us that those who have put their faith in him will be resurrected and go to heaven with Jesus. But this verse tells us that there will be a resurrection of condemnation. Now what's this all about? Is there an eternally burning hell that I need to be afraid of? We'll find this out just after these songs. as I am without one plea but that that blood was shed for me and that thou bidst me come to Just as I am, though time. 
fortress is our God, a bulwark never failing. Our helper, he amid the flood of mortal ills prevailing. For still our ancient foe doth seek to work us woe. His craft and power are great and armed with cruel hate. On earth is not his equal. Is it relevant today? Right here on Faith FM. You're listening to Marius Jigao and today we're asking, is there such a thing as an eternally burning hell where poor souls who have not accepted Jesus will burn forever in eternal conscious torment? We have so far rediscovered that the concept of an immortal soul was given to us by Plato. 
Well, he didn't come up with the idea himself. He just made it popular. He borrowed it from Pythagoras, who got it from the Egyptians. We also discovered that biblical authors believed in monism, and that God alone is immortal, and our soul can die. And you may ask, okay, Marius, what does it really matter? Dualism, monism. You say tomato, I say tomato. What's the big deal? Well. The big deal is that the way you view your soul has immense implications on the way we view God. The Bible speaks of a place called hell, where the wicked are punished. We are told of two resurrections: one for the righteous and one for the condemned. So, what will happen to the condemned? The Bible is quite clear on this. In Romans chapter six, verse twenty-three, we are told, "For the wages of sin." Is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. The wages of sin is what? The Bible tells us that the wages of sin is death, not eternal conscious torment. The most well-known verse in the Bible is John three sixteen, and it says, "For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish, but have eternal life." We find out two possible outcomes in the afterlife. Listen carefully as I read it out again, and see if you can pick them out. For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish, but have eternal life. The two possible outcomes are eternal life, or to perish. Now, what does it mean to perish? Well, it simply means to die, to cease to be. There are many verses in the Bible that support this idea. For example, Psalms chapter thirty-seven, verse twenty reads, "The wicked shall perish, and the enemies of the Lord, like the splendor of His meadows, shall vanish into smoke. They shall vanish away." And again, in Matthew chapter eighteen, verse ten, "And do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul, but rather fear Him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell." This verse clearly tells us what happens in hell. One dies; they cease to be; they perish. So, where do we get this idea of eternal conscious torment? Well, it entered Christianity through the writings of Plato. His idea of an immortal soul became popular throughout the world and was incorporated into Christian beliefs. And it was eventually accepted that the soul is immortal and continues to live and burn in hell forever. This is not what the Bible teaches. The Bible clearly teaches that the soul can die. However, there are some verses relating to this topic that people have difficulties with. We'll look at them just after these songs.
troubled times See when I win I can see when I lose my step And I fall down again I can see cause you pick me up See cause you're there Flow into me 
the blood that makes me whole Is the love of God that flows into me And like a river you come pouring out Your love upon the field And like the wind you bring the harvest Down to take your yield And like the snow you come to winter Touching hearts and making warm And like the sun you raise the mighty light to calm the storm Just like a river flowing down to the sea Like a rushing wind you flow into me Like the falling of the snow like the blood that makes me whole Is the love of God that flows into me Is the love of God that flows into me Welcome back to Is It Relevant Today? I'm Marius Jigo, and today we're looking at what the Bible says about hell. We've discovered that the Bible doesn't teach that hell is a place of eternal conscious torment, but a place where the wicked perish. However, there is a verse that's tricky to understand. It's found in Revelation chapter 14, verse 11, and it says, The smoke of their torment ascends forever and ever, and they have no rest day or night who worship the beast and his image. Now, many people don't realize that this passage found in the book of Revelation is actually a direct quote from the book of Isaiah, chapter 34, verses 8 to 10. It reads, For it is the day of the Lord's vengeance, the year of recompense for the cause of Zion. Its streams shall be turned into pitch, and its dust into brimstone. Its land shall become burning pitch. It shall not be quenched, night or day. Its smoke shall ascend forever. From generation to generation it shall lie waste. No one shall pass through it forever and ever. Now this is speaking about the destruction of Edom. It says that it shall not be quenched. But wait a minute, is there a place in earth called Edom, that's still burning now? The answer is no. A fire that cannot be quenched is something that we are all too familiar with right now in Australia. This speaks of a fire that can't be stopped until it has burned what it was burning. It cannot be quenched until it has burned all the way through. Now, as far as forever and ever goes... We know that smoke is not ascending from Edom today. This expression used in the Bible is similar to expressions that we use today. When something is complete or it seemed intense, we sometimes describe it with the term forever. For example, if I said the flight from LA to Sydney took forever, no one thinks that I was in this plane throughout eternity. No, it just seemed like a long time. Bible writers used similar analogies. For example, we know that Jonah was in the belly of the fish for three days. 
But let's see how he describes it in Jonah chapter 2 verse 5 and 6. He writes, The waters surrounded me, even to my soul. The deep closed around me. Weeds were wrapped around my head. I went down to the moorings of the mountains. The earth, with its bars, closed behind me forever. Now, hang on a minute. Was Jonah in the fish forever? No. It simply uses this language to portray the idea that it seemed so intense, not an actual eternity. In the book of Jude, we have a similar example. It's found in verse 7. Jude only has one chapter. In verse 7, we are told that Sodom and Gomorrah suffered the vengeance of eternal fire. Now, again, is Sodom and Gomorrah still burning today? The answer is, most definitely not. The eternal fire the Bible describes is a fire that is intense. It cannot be quenched until it finishes what it is burning. Stay with us after these songs where we'll wrap up this show on this extremely unpleasant topic. Release. Really? 
Welcome back to Is It Relevant Today, right here on Faith FM. Today we've been looking at the topic of hell, and we've so far discovered that the belief in dualism and an immortal soul was made popular in our world by Plato. But this is a concept that is foreign to the Bible. The Bible actually teaches monism. It also clearly tells us that God alone is immortal, and that the soul who sins shall die. This is directly quoted from Ezekiel chapter 18, verse 20. So, is it relevant today if you believe in dualism with an immortal soul or monism with a mortal soul? The answer is, this is very relevant today, as it will shape the view you have of God. The Bible teaches that God is love that He is just and that He is merciful. The idea that such a God could burn someone throughout eternity for sins committed in one short lifetime makes God out to be a monster. I don't blame anyone who would want nothing to do with such a God. In 1829, George Wilson robbed a United States mail courier. He was captured tried and found guilty of six charges, including robbery of the mail and putting the life of the driver in jeopardy. Wilson was sentenced to death by hanging. However, he had some influential friends who spoke to the president and obtained a pardon for him. But when told of this pardon, he said he doesn't want it. The executioners were unsure what to do. Here was a man who was condemned to death and had a pardon, which he didn't want. They referred this matter to the Supreme Court, which came to the conclusion that this pardon is a gift, and in order to obtain a gift, you have to accept it. The sentence was carried out, and Wilson was hanged for his crime. In a similar way, we have the pardon for our sins at our disposal. We simply need to accept it. But even if we don't, God still loves us. While He will allow us to pay the price of our own sins, if this is what we choose to do, it will not be in an eternally burning hell. When I read the story of George Wilson, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. It's crazy to think that someone could do this. God wants us all to be in heaven. He doesn't want any of us to perish. However, He respects our free will. He has paid the price for our sins, but will not force us to accept it and to go to heaven. He leaves this up to us. We thank you for listening today, and don't forget to visit our Facebook page, Is It Relevant Today, and give us a big thumbs up, or you may like to visit our YouTube channel, also called Is It Relevant Today, where we have numerous video presentations, including this one, What Happens When We Die. We look forward to seeing you next week. I'm Marius Jigau, God bless, and I hope you have a magnificent day. Savior say that strength
greatest more Child of weakness, watch and pray And find in me thine all in all Jesus paid it all And all to Him I owe Sin had left a crimson stain He washed it white as snow A while 
If you could just hold me Nothing could touch me Though I'm wounded, though I die If I could just sit with you a while I need you to hold me Moment by moment Till forever passes by When I know I've sinned When I should have been Crying out my God And hidden in you Lord, I need you now More than I know how So I humbly could just sit with you a while If you could just hold me Nothing could touch me Though I'm wounded, though I die If I could just sit with you a while I need you to hold me Moment by moment Till forever passes by Just sit with you a while I need you to hold me Moment by moment Till forever passes by Moment by moment Till forever passes by You've been listening to Is It Relevant Today? If you have any questions or comments, please leave them on our Facebook page, Is It Relevant Today? But for now, thanks for listening, and we look forward to seeing you next week. I love to tell the story Twill be my theme in glory 
Jesus and His love.